their YouTube open. Anyway, I'm going to start this. Here we go. Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your hosts, Steven, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins and let's drop in. Hey, hey, welcome everybody to episode 114 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest running anthem podcast in the entire world. Um, I am your host, Steve, and I'm here with my three co-hosts, Mike, Devin, and JD. Also joined with us today is Lupo to the rescue. Lupo, what is going on? Not too much, man. Thank you for having me again. And it's been, I think you are our longest running guest host I, I was, on the actually, show. Actually, I was thinking about that. This is my fourth time on the show, and I think I just beat out Ash. We were... Um... We were tied for the it, longest. It's true. And, you and now I am the now I am the the champion, the, oh, the, the guest speaker nice. champion. Congratulations on being the champion Thank of the Freelancer Codex podcast. And we and we want really we wanted to have you on because <laughs> I'm tired of talking to the other three guys. And I was like, I need to I need to talk with someone else about Anthem, right? All right, because everyone else is like, I'll, yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, though, like you hit like premium Freelancer Codex. <laughs> quality over the last couple weeks i was watching i was listening back to some of the the podcasts today and the i think the last episode you guys were talking about <laughs> i see mike laughing because he knows i'm gonna talk about the the whole the whole 114 thing like the, the, the number thing. <laughs> and then you got into some other conversation and then you just hit the start <laughs> you, you hit the intro again <laughs> Dude, i laughed so hard today <laughs> it's like all right we just need to start this whole episode over again all right I'm, I'm We're glad we can make you laugh, Lupo. We uh, that's what we set up to do. I, I really we sit do. down. We sit down every week and we go, "How can we make him laugh?" This Me specifically, week? it that's is it. true. It is true. We appreciate all of our listeners. Um, Mike was workshopping that bit them, for so. two months. So, so, so <laughs> speaking of speaking of specifically making Lupo laugh, Lupo, um, can you introduce yourself to people that may just be tuning in for the first time and that have not heard you or don't know who you are and what you do? Can you just give us a quick rundown? Absolutely, oh. man. Um, so, my name is Lupo. I'm a, uh, a mixer partner. Um, I have been hosting a uh, Anthem web show on Mixer for almost two years. So uh, it's not as quite as long as you guys. I think you guys are have that foothold as the longest uh, running anthem syndication anywhere on the internet, which is uh, a feat in and of itself. So that's extremely impressive. But yeah, a stream on Mixer, um, <laughs> Mixer partner for I've actually been a partner for almost a year now, which is pretty crazy. That's cool. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah thank you. I can't believe it's been yeah. that long. It doesn't seem, feel like it's been that long. Right? I don't know. No, know. It's, it's it's been, been over eleven time. months since I've yes. been subscribed to you. So, nice. <laughs> so since I could subscribe to you. <laughs> so as a as a mixer partner, Lupo. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you where you're a variety streamer. You do a ton of stuff. You be, you do Pokemon streams all the time. Destiny two, I think, is probably your main game that you stream mm-hmm. a lot. So where does Anthem fit in your repertoire of games that you play, and how does it compare? Like viewer wise, community wise, to the other games that you stream, um, it, it does. It actually does equally as well as almost everything else. Um, it's it's because that you know it was my dedication to build the community early on and carry that over. Um, I I feel like I'd be disingenuous to uh, like disingenuous to myself if I said I'm going to be this guy. I want to be the the community liaison, if you will, to Mixer or the Greater Mixer community. And not continue that post-launch or with the game being in the state that it is. So I'm still committed to that, you know, and I, I want to do that every week. And and you see you see new faces, you see old faces, people that know the game that don't know the game. So it's been it's been a really like great experience, and that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be, you know, and, that that guy that really be the champion of the community at this point. And I think every time I tune into your streams because I get to catch your streams a lot um, and get to say, hey, you you have a very good ability to teach people and just be like no man this is what this is this is you know even when people sometimes come in like you know semi-negative you're you're very positive and able to talk to your community and you have a great community that's like hey you know we're all playing all these different games we can enjoy playing different games right so i've always appreciated that about your community and and the way that you stream so anyone should everyone should follow lupo and you're also you're you're branching out. You're doing multi-streaming for Anthem now, so you're going to be on Twitch, YouTube, and on Mixer. So. Yes. It, well, it's just really like to unify that the the community as a whole. You know, it, it's it's kind of been like fractured because of 
you know, not a lot of people are streaming on uh, streaming uh, Anthem. Like I was on Twitch over the last couple of days and just kind of seeing like who's out there, what's doing what, and like maybe sixty viewers on on Twitch. You know, like a handful, fifty to a hundred on Mixer tops. You know, so it's just really trying to reel all that in and just just make one place for for Anthem. You know, regardless of where it is. So well, you're not not only that, making a positive place because because oh, sure, like you yeah. like you talk to the game, you know, is what it is, right? We all know those of us who have been here for 114 episodes, we know those of us who have watched your channels for 11 months, we know where the game is, we know where the state is, but but once you you know shovel through all the muck and get rid of all that stuff that could bog you down, like like it is a fun game. I mean, we'll get we'll get to it later in the show, but but I have been probably one of the ones who have been down on it the most because of what I thought it could be. And because what we were promised, um, Steve actually challenged me outside the show to complete the ice tide challenge in, you know, before it goes away. And so I kind of got in, went through it, made sure that I had all my math done so that I could complete all the events in the right amount of time. And you know what? Ultimately it's a fun game. It's a fun experience. Getting through and blowing stuff up is always fun. Seeing explosions is fun. So, but we'll get back to, we'll get into that when we start talking about our topics and stuff. So yeah, so we appreciate you being out there and making a positive voice because negativity sucks. And if you do it, stop it. Because if you do it, you're a tool, right? So stop (laughs) being negative. That's enough said. All right. So real quick, um, if you want to call and leave us a message, you can do that at 505-386-7917. You can also leave us a message on our Anchor um, web on our Anchor webpage. You can do that at anchor.com slash freelancer codex. And we wanted to say uh, thank you to our latest patron, um, Spencer. So thank you for becoming a patron and supporting us. It means a lot to us. And hey, that's going to get us, you know, to places like ea play and doing all that fun stuff so spencer thanks very much for being a patron we really appreciate it and we we actually have a sponsor of this episode so that's kind of exciting and the sponsor is laughleet i don't know if you guys know about laughleet and if you don't i will tell you about it so laughleet is a new clothing brand for athletes with a sense of humor Devin, this isn't for you. You don't have a sense of humor. So whether you're you're a lifelong, I almost lifelong, spit out my drink right there. What are you talking nor, about? Nor nor are you an athlete. So that's not true. Devin's hey, an athlete. everybody's an athlete. You're I, out I on esports. All right. I hey, this wait. isn't part of the ad read. So whether you're a lifelong gym rat or you're just starting that New Year's resolution to get healthy, Laughleet wants you to sport your sense of humor whenever and wherever you exercise. So head on over to Laughleet.com. And check out dozens of hilarious de- designs like their Bin Swallow t-shirt or their Kerm Ripped the Frog tank top. So all of their shirts and <laughs> tanks have been custom fit and are made from the softest, high-quality cotton poly fabric. And I can attest to that because I have one and it is super soft. So never pay for another scratchy what? unisex shirt that fits like it was made for a box. So their shirts and tanks start out at just $19 and they're shipped directly to your door. Laughlead is offering our listeners of the Freelancer Codex podcast 20% off their first purchase and anything from laughleet.com. Just use promo code FREELANCER at checkout and get 20% off your first purchase. Again, that's laughleet.com, L-A-U-G-H-L-E-T-E.com. Laughleet.com, sport your sense of humor. So yeah, everyone go check them out. It's going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> I like it. Uh, How big do their sizes go? Um, I actually don't know, JD. That is a good question. Two X. Check, check the website. Two oh, X. Yeah. Go to laughly.com. All right, real quick, we got two XL. We got a uh, listener <laughs> called in and left us a message. So we are going to play this message, and then we are going to talk about it because it actually ties into a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about during the show. Because I'm sure that a lot of people are having questions about ice tie, the extension of ice tie, the cortex. Um, thing that's going on. Hey, there's Scarecrow over there saying, hey, I know this loophole guy. All right, so here is a listener voicemail. Hey, what's up, Freelancer Codex? It's Phaedrin here, and I just had a quick question for you guys. I'm sure you're talking about this, but in the community update, uh, it talked about how they had more content, but they're not ready to talk about it yet, and then that was removed. Um, What do you guys think that they're referring to it seems like anthem's starting to communicate more with the community their uh, twitter's kind of come out of hiding and it seems like they have stuff to share but i wanted to ask you guys what would get you excited um if it's more seasonal content to hold us over till the release of 2.0 i feel like that would be pretty dull but 
Uh, I want to hear your guys' opinion. What do you think would be, I guess, exciting enough or interesting enough for the community um, for them to discuss rather than just to, you know, release something on the PTS and have us say, oh, it's another seasonal thing. Anyway, hope you guys have a great episode and I'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Phaedra, for calling in and leaving the question. So, and, and we'll throw this to Lupo first, but a little bit of explanation. So in the latest, it was the week eight Ice Tide Cortex update. There was a paragraph that read, in case you missed it, we released we released update 1.6.2, a small update last week that resolved a few issues and extended Ice Tide into February. Um, at first, it read, we are currently working on what's to come after Ice Tide, but we're not quite ready to share details on it yet. Hopefully, this extension will allow for everyone to enjoy the hyperborean climate. Hyperborean? I don't know if I said that right. Hyperborean. Hyperboring. That sounds like our show is hyperboring. Climate and activities <laughs> are a little oh together. Um, and then a couple hours later, they remove the, we're currently working on what's to come after Ice Tide, but we're not quite ready to share details on it yet. So that got removed. Some people noticed it. It got captured by some um, by people in our community, people on Reddit. They posted about it. And I think it made people a little bit concerned that they removed that. So Lupo, we'll throw this to you first. What do you think that they were referring to? And do you think that another seasonal update will tide us over till 2.0? It's a, it's a multifaceted question. So I personally didn't see that. Um, I actually saw that you guys had posted that and, you know, once we started talking about, um, get on for the episode this week. Um, so I think it's interesting, but the first thing they had to do was, was, you know, damage plan a little bit because that's basically everything they said up until the, the comm stop, you know, like we want to tell you, you know, we're, we're working on something, but we don't, we're not really ready to show it to you yet. I mean, that was probably like, um, Chad's last communication, like, Hey, (laughs) you know, we're not, we're not ready to show anything right now. So if they did that again, that that usually means someone's going to leave the company. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) He's leaving next. Like, I I don't want that. I don't want that to happen. Like, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe Caden did it as an accident, you know, like they were talking about it and he's writing up this thing, you know, and like they say, okay, send it. And then they're like, Oh wait, we're not supposed to do that. You know, like we don't, we don't really know, honestly. And I I don't want to, I don't want to like think of anything maliciously, like, you know, that they removed it because they're not wanting, you know, not wanting to show things. I think if they want to show something, they're really going to show it because you got a whole bunch of hungry animals waiting for new things. (laughs) So so JD, do you think it's, I mean, would their first initial statement, would that hurt Bioware at all? Like telling people that they are working on something or does it hurt them more retracting that sentence? It definitely hurts them more retracting it. Uh, I mean, I think the only reason why they retracted it is because. That is a good reason. That is a, that's a, that's what I was thinking. Lost your man. Give it to us again. I was I was saying I don't think uh, it definitely hurt him to retract it, but I think the big thing is is that the initial message mentioned some kind of timetable, like it's after Ice Tide. I think that's the main reason it was taken down. Well, I mean, I don't technically, think everything's want... after Ice Tide, right? Yeah, but I, hey, I that's mean, my like, line. What are you talking? <laughs> the whole thing is that there's there's a certain like kind of expectation. Yeah, and that's boy. Mm. I bet I Discord is going great. So, so Devin, not a sponsor. <laughs> so Devin, um, like, do you believe there's anything after this? Like, is there anything before? <sighs> I should, I should say it like this: Is there anything before 2.0? Because of course, there's going to be something I mean, after. There has to be something before 2.0. Does because, there? Because I mean, there. What are you going to do if there's not? Right? I mean, the game. You're just going to let it die until then. I mean, if there's no updates. I mean, it's a live service game, so they have to have stuff for you to do, unless they're just abandoning it, right? So, I mean, they have to have things to do, uh, for, you know, for people to play. So, uh, I'm really hoping, you know, if Adrian wanted to know what would bring us back, what would excite us, I would like, you know, a new stronghold for sure. Um, I enjoy the strongholds. I, you know, they definitely need more than the four that we have. It's just not enough, but- and. But what? But one, but one stronghold isn't enough, right? I, I mean, know. Well, it can just be part of the whole thing, right? Because 
they were making story missions. They were doing different things. I understand there's a lot of stuff that's coming or should be coming in 2.0, but uh, in reality is 2.0, I don't see it coming until, you know, fall of this year at the earliest, you know, and even then I would, I think they should, you know, should push it back because it's going to be super crowded in the fall of this year. And it's just going to get pushed to the side by all the new games that are coming out, the huge games with lots of attentions, like cyberpunk for one, you know, new consoles, um, you know, just so many things that are coming out in the fall of this year and holiday season that, I mean, I don't even know if this year's a good year for it to come out unless it's coming out before June. Well, I, I don't think I don't think Anthem can plan around other people's releases. I think they just have to get it done and put it out. I don't think there's anything that will say like because nothing is going to pull someone away from a different game to Anthem right now. Like that's just not how it's going to happen. I don't think they should try to compete yeah. against that. I think they just need to put out a game that works, an update that works. And then just hope that their community comes back to it and then it comes out by word of mouth. Because there's no way that they're going to compete against those games. And then, you know, the way releases are going, it's like next year, the first quarter of next year is probably going to have a ton of new games also. I mean, I just don't there's think... There's always they, new games coming out. There, there are <laughs> yeah. always new, new games. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't think that they can afford to wait till next year. But I definitely think it's going to be the fall of this year. And I, I personally don't think we're getting anything till then, unfortunately. Because I mean, if they, if they don't, then the game's just dead, right? I mean, if, if the game is fun to play, but you need new content. In a so, live service game, it requires new content on a regular basis. And, and that's and that's true, but listening to EA's earning calls this year, like, they, they put out record numbers. Like, this was their biggest quarter that they've ever had revenue-wise. And it's like... But does, it wasn't does because e- of Anthem. No, and that's what I'm saying. Does EA uh, even I care think, right I now? think that's what he's saying. Yeah, that's the... That they're not That's putting the, the numbers up. Bad part about it, right? Because if we can... were to look at, you know, glass half empty kind of thing. And, and, and sorry, and that's what I'm doing just because I was listening to it. It's like, okay, for EA, this isn't probably something they're like, hey, we need this thing and we need it out now. It's like, hey, you know what? We're doing pretty good. If it what? takes a little yeah. bit of time, I mean, I actually, I... I actually just read something today that EA has 14 scheduled releases between um, April 2020 and March 2021. How wow. many? Say it again. 14? 18. 14. 14. Yeah, 14 schedule 14 releases. Schedule so, releases. like, how many sports based on their earnings call from today? Yeah, well, they have they have eight titles for this year, and four of them are sports games, and then they've got um, other, like, a lot of those are mobile titles also that they're working on, mm-hmm. and their mobile yeah. market is going to kill it, because they're working on, you know, Apex Mobile that's going to hit China, and that's going to, wow. you know, make them that's, that's billions of dollars. So, I mean, it's uh-huh. just, I don't know if it's, like, a huge concern for EA personally to be like, hey, we got to get this out, and we have to compete. They don't, they don't need Anthem to compete with anything, and I don't think Bioware should try to compete with anyone right now. Really, they just need to, like, make no. the base game work and then go from there well that's why i'm thinking like you know next year would be the best option so you're you're not just throwing it out there to throw it out because if if it comes out this fall it's just you're just putting it out to put it out and whatever happens happens because you're just going to get washed in and everything else that's coming out i mean there's too much that's coming out unless you i mean They'd have to be on the next gen consoles. You got to, you know, compete against all the other games. And like you said, I mean, they can't plan around that stuff, but they can plan around that because it's like, do you want to put it out and actually have it to try and be a success, or are you just putting it out to put it out? Like, we just need to get the stuff out there. It's just like when things in the past were delayed and got pushed to the same time, you know, as other big releases that were coming out, and it was, you know, last fall when when things got delayed and didn't kind of happened right and got pushed to when bigger games were coming out and it was just kind of like oh made a splash for a couple days and it was gone right Right. i mean so for me i think you know if they wait longer put more effort pour more effort more time use next gen consoles you know really make things i mean if they're not going to put anything out to them that's fine they just need to let us know hey we are working on 2.0 there's not going to be any any updates because we're going to have the whole team focus on 2.0 it's here for you guys to keep playing we appreciate that i mean they just need to let us know if they're not going to do anything right but you can't just leave us dangling here hoping and wishing you know it's like pissing in the wind all right well well, remember (laughs) that's kind of the mo as of late you know 
Well, I know, I understand, but so, I mean that's a but, big yeah. difference of, you know, we're just going to put a new update out and not say anything versus we're not going to do anything, you know, till two point Right, right. All right. So, so that's a lot of talk about the future. Let's talk about what's happening currently. So, in week seven, this was something that. So I, I guess I take issue with this. So in week seven, they released the Tyrant Mine. It finally came out. It had two unique challenges. It had the Snowed Under Challenge and Snow Day Challenge. There was also that Do the Puzzle Perfectly Challenge that I was like, hey, there's no way that they would ever do this. This is really dumb to try and get this puzzle done perfectly. And they put it out. And I still like stand on the fence that that's a really dumb challenge to have to get that done perfectly. Like, whatever. It's it's a dumb design. Um I mean, but, if you play with Mike, you're never going to get that. It's true. I mean, if, if you play with most people, most people <laughs> skip the puzzle anyway, so it doesn't matter. So Ice Tide, they extended Ice Tide all the way through February, right? So and, and there, I have a lot of issues with this. but So maybe you guys can talk me off the ledge here. So first of all, we had the tip of the iceberg um, <laughs> got reset right after a week and a half. So we got that progress reset for people that have done a lot of it. And then, like, we had a bunch of people jump in. We got it done. Like, I went through. I got it done. I planned out my time. Got the armor. Like, hey, I did this. Perfect. Here we go. And then when they extend it, like, like I know I shouldn't feel this way, but I'm kind of petty. Like, I kind of felt cheated <sighs> that it's like, well, I did it on the time frame that you gave me, minus the week that was taken from us. And then you just extend it by, like, an entire month so more people can get it. So it takes... It takes this aspirational content. In the beginning, they, they love to talk about aspirational content. We want to give you aspirational content, things to chase. And it's like, okay, I got this armor. Other people are not going to have this armor because they didn't put in the time and they didn't like plan out their, their days around getting this. And now they get a whole another month to do that. And I'm like, well, then what does it even matter then? Like, should we just wait on all these events to see if they extend the time? Because now I feel like as a player that did that content on that time frame, like now I just feel cheated. Is is that like a crazy feeling for me to have, or what? I don't I don't think it's crazy. I think you hit the nail on the head in the first. I mean, it, it is petty, right? Because you're like, <laughs> hey, I. But, but it's but it's not unwarranted. Because um, you're absolutely right. Not to steal your story, but but you challenged me to go ahead and do. Tip of the Iceberg 2, and I did. I started. Um, I started playing them. I, I did the math. How many notes do I have to find? How many strongholds a day? How many coolant challenges a day? How many Dominion a day do I need to kill? I did all that math, and I started working towards it because I had, I think, I, I think Steve, you challenged me, what, two weeks ago? So I've been working on it for two weeks. Yeah. So I've been, I was grinding and grinding, and I finally got it down to where I only had to do one stronghold a day, I only had to do two cooling events a day, um, and all the other things were going to kind of take care of themselves as you go through and do that. Your notes take care of themselves. Your dominion take care of themselves, right? So I'm, I'm close. Like, I'll still finish it this week. I'll still finish it by the end of January. But I'm not as driven anymore because now I have a whole nother month to do it. Yeah. Like, I don't have to – now I can do, you know, half of a stronghold a day. Is what it's even less than that. It's like a quarter of a stronghold a day to be able to get it done. And so, yeah, it does feel a little bit, a little bit cheated. And if you read between the lines, you know, when you read that 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 line of text has been taken out, I can only assume that the that the form that they were using was a copy and paste form. You know that everybody <laughs> has. Well, because you don't want to recreate everything. Maybe. Maybe it's just the mindset that I have. You don't want to recreate everything every time you go out and do it. So there's a template that the Cortex challenges use, and there's that line on the bottom. And it got left in. Maybe we could read into it saying that there really isn't anything that they're working on, so they had to get it taken out. Or maybe, as Devin speculated, if, you know, maybe the game is dead. Or maybe or maybe 1.0 is dead, you know, and this will be the end of it until 2.0. Hopefully there is a 2.0. Um, stranger things have happened, so yeah. you and can't really say that there isn't, or you can't say that there's not going to not be a 2.0, but but who knows, right? So, so so it's a similar feeling to when the Cataclysm Crystal Armor was also sold during Season of Skulls. So it's like you you want players to feel like, hey, I was here for this event. Look what I have. 
You want people to recognize that, hey, that player was there at Cataclysm. I wasn't. They have that cool crystal armor. So then when you sell it during Season of Skulls, it takes that and it's like, well, it doesn't matter that you were here for Cataclysm because now we're selling it here too, right? So so Lupa, and it, it reminds me um, a little bit about Destiny and maybe like out, Outbreak Prime, right? Um, during the raid for Wrath of the Machine. Like, they had a gun that you could go get that you had to complete certain puzzles for. And it's like, if, if, and you would recognize someone that did that by that gun. I mean, it stood out and said, hey, you did this. You did this crazy binary puzzle thing. Even though we weren't there to like solve the initial puzzle like everyone was, you still went there and got that. And it was still like show that you were there for that event. I mean, is that similar or, you know, is, is this just like crazy talk of people that, uh, no, like I, I said this a long time ago and we probably discussed it months ago is that like you have to create that sort of urgency um to to log in you know and once you like devalue that urgency what's the point you know like why why are you gonna log in now because then they're they're just gonna add it back in later and they've they've even made it like i don't want to say worse because i don't think anything is like worse like (sighs) all of the all the crystals now which is it's it's actually substantially easier to get crystals now um Everything is for sale every week. So every every now that they've even extended it longer, there's another week on top of that to add more old stuff back into the rotation as well. It's not even just the you know the the four weeks of ice tide or whatever it is. It's now like the seven weeks of ice tide when all is said and done. Um, so that gives the opportunity for more things to be in the rotation. So like there was there was certain graphics that I didn't uh, you know that I didn't get from from uh, the cataclysm that now I am buying because like you guys said uh last week and the week before that you've got ninety thousand shards and you have nothing to spend them on so that's what i've been doing just buying all the all the cosmetics and everything like that you know because i don't have much to spend on so you might as well but spend it, it on it, something yeah oh yeah for right? sure because yeah, sure, you gotta lose it at that point like i just bought, i just i just like go for the the random legendary every time now at this point right so just just to give a different opinion um, I like I, I get what you guys are saying, but for me, it was actually kind of nice to have a second chance at some of these things. Have the extension because, like, I, I'm I'm ridiculously short on time to play any games, much less Anthem. And I've been make, I've been making a lot of time for Anthem lately. And like, I was like, I was doing like like you said, you guys did the math, and I was doing the math for me. Uh, like with how much time, like I got maybe an hour or two every night to play games, if that, if I don't feel like getting any extra sleep. And so I was thinking like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to finish tip of the iceberg two before then I'm going to have to like, either like cut back on sleep or it's going to have to be really, really tough. And then they extended it, they extended it. And I felt more motivated to get it done because now I didn't, I didn't have that stress weighing on me of like, I'm going to run out of time before I even come close to getting this stuff. You know, I, like, if it wasn't for the fact that they sold each round of crystal armor at different points during the cataclysm event, I would have missed out on three out of four sets. And for me, like that is like, I don't think I, I get what you guys are saying, but I also don't think that it should be like one of these things where it's like, there's never ever a second chance to get it. I, I, because some people just have stuff happen and they don't, they don't have the time to make, well, they don't have the time to make room for what they want to do for something like I want to make time so I could get the season of skulls armor. I wanted to get the season of skulls uh, challenge armor. It looked sick. It looked incredible, but there was no feasible way that I was going to be able to do that with the time I had. Yeah. And, and I totally get that. Um, I don't care about other people though, JD. Like if I'm gonna put in the time, like I want the reward, right? Like that, and that's the point of like. Well, I mean, you got the reward, but but me, but me having a second shot yeah. at the reward doesn't get rid of it for you. It just gets rid of a, a, some abstract feeling that it, makes you feel special. It decreases the so, rarity. Uh, so what does what does Syndrome say in his uh, in his monologue right at the end? His tagline is "Once everybody's special, no one will be." You know, so like, True. so like, that's the point of it. That's the point of the grind, JD, is that, well, is that, yeah, you know, you're short on time, but, but you go through, it's that risk reward. I put in the time. I stayed up a couple nights that I probably shouldn't have. 
I was I was <laughs> dead for my students. Oh, yeah, I'm not you saying know, make but, it but, available but, all the time. No, I'm just no, saying, I, like, but I understand your point. Second chance. He's playing the devil's advocate. So, so I understand your point, but but again, that's what it's doing. We've been given this challenge. This is what you have to do. I agree that I think the numbers in Anthem are inflated on all of their challenges. Yes. I think everything could be cut back maybe 20, 15% on all their stuff. Their numbers seem a little bit high. Here, do 17,612 strongholds. You can do that in three weeks. Go for <laughs> it. And you're like, okay. What? But I get your yeah. point. But, but putting in the work, you know, and again, starting on time, because Steve, when did you start? You started Tip of the Iceberg 2 right when it dropped, and you had it finished no so decent I, amount of time, right? So so I, I, I waited, and I was lucky enough that I did not start until after they fixed the tracking issues. So that was a week and a half afterwards. So yeah. how many weeks total then have you been working on Tip of the Iceberg 2? Uh, six weeks. See, so in six weeks you needed to do 30 strongholds. I mean, that's cake. For, that's a stronghold 40, a day. Like 40 strongholds or whatever. Yeah, I mean – like if you start it right. early, you can plan it out. It doesn't take that long to do. Exactly, you're absolutely right. And the point is, is that if you log in on time, you do have time to accomplish these. If you log in late, and this is, I think that that FOMO that that Lupo you were talking about is that I've got to log in and check to see what these challenges are on this new ice tide to make sure I can plan ahead and give me that time. You know, for and, Devin, who plans all of his game time, it's important for him to get that out there so he knows, yes, I'm going to play these other games throughout the week, but when I jump in on Anthem for that time that I have allotted, I have to get three cooling events done, two strongholds, and and they need to do it there. So, like, so like that's the other type of gamer that, that I think this game really speaks to, is being able to plan that out. I'm not sure the seasonal events are are good for the casual gamer yeah maybe i'll jump in anthem tonight for 45 minutes if you do that habitually you're gonna miss out on stuff so so either you want these rewards or you don't and i think that's the point yeah i mean games like anthem the way they're doing things are doing it similar to destiny where it's uh uh you had to be there basically mentality Mm -hmm. of you can't get these rewards, but then when they they devalue them, by I mean obviously they had issues or whatever else. There's you can play both sides, you know. Uh, I think them adding more time is a way to help them. Also, it's it's a double edged sword. No matter what they do with it, it gives them more time to continue to work on whatever they were maybe going to put out. Um, but at the same time, it also kind of screws over the people who worked really hard. Uh, to get it done before the time was up, but um, yeah, I, th- I think you know, for me, when once you don't have that, like so, Destiny One, I played. You know, we we were on almost every day for the first year, <laughs> right? And like Anthem, yeah. I was playing for months every single day, and then it was just like I don't, you know, it kind of, it kind of got to the same point where it's like I don't, you know, need to be here every day, or I don't want to have to need to be here every day. Um, I want to be able to still enjoy the game, but there's so much else out there. And so sometimes when they're doing that, that style of, you know, you had to be there, it kind of tur- it turns me off a little bit, right? Like, but, I understand but the chase. Be- yeah. I mean, you, you have to have something to chase. You have to have something to do, but at the right. same time for me, it's like time is my most valuable commodity. And, I don't have that amount of time. I do have that amount. It's the of only time. thing you can't get back. Yeah, you can't exactly. get that. You can't get that man, time man. Back, but man, we've learned uh, that this week, haven't we? Good grief! I so, want to. Hey, I'm not done. I'm not done. Well, no, but I'm gonna just add to your point. Just one little thing. Just one little thing. I'm gonna add to your point. Five the minutes stuff, later. The stuff that we chase. <laughs> the stuff that we chase has to be attainable, also. Yes. Right. Numbers yes. can't be like tip of the iceberg. Three. That thing is huge. Right. I'm, and so, how cl- sorry, not I'll, to take I'll away from let, Devin's let, point because yeah, Devin, Devin, finish, Devin has the floor. You. But I'm just saying, <laughs> but I'm just saying, numbers have to, like, they have to be attainable. Go, has to be attainable. Yes. So I, I think what I was going to just kind of finish off with was basically when it, when I finally got around to, like, okay, I don't have to, you know, there's no more fear of missing out. That stuff that was like they're forcing me to try and play on their terms. 
really irritated me because you're you're trying to dictate my time and my life of what I can do. And so I kind of push against that or kind of rebel against that. I'm like, well, you know what? Screw you. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so um, so it's, it, at the same time, it's also like I'm just going to play. I'm going to have a good time. I'll do the events. I'll do the stuff. I'm not working hard to try and get, you know, everything. And you don't even have to work very hard. But, you know, I we've talked about it many times before. I plan out each day, you know, the time that I'm going to play, what I'm going to play. And so it's difficult because I want to play, you know, five or six different games. And I can't put in, you know, I don't know, four or five hours because I You're have to get up in the morning. Enough. To, to right. even so, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Yeah, it's true. I'm not trying hard enough because I don't want to. Because I'm yeah. like, and and, and just, just real quick, it. just real quick, because I'll I'll give myself the final word on this, and then we'll move on because I can do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> if if you make every just challenge quick, achievable by every player, then it's not a challenge. All right, moving yeah. on. So one of the things that happened. <laughs> no rebuttals. I have no, spoken. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that happened. <laughs> this, is, this is the way. This is the way. All right, I'll let you guys get your Star Wars references out of here. So yeah, rep gains it. and seasonal strongholds. Tyrant Mind was granting a 600 rep towards Champion of Tarsus. Um, oh, that was yeah. a bug. A bug that everyone liked. Right it there. was like it's it was like one of those bugs that was like everyone liked it. No one cared. Don't report this bug. Um, I guess people did report it because then they change it back to its normal like 160, 150, or whatever it is for a single completion. So this took this was a incentive to run seasonal strongholds. Like it wasn't yeah. intentional by Bioware, um, but it happened, and it was something that was beneficial to all the players. There's been a lot of talk um, on the EA forums. A lot of, for some reason, there's players that think it's good that they reset it to 160. I am of the opinion that they should have left it for the entirety of the seasonal event because it's not hurting your players. Um, so what? So what do you guys think? I mean, this is it. Uh, it's it control almost felt, issues really it, is right? what it is to me. I think right. They want control. They're making the game when it doesn't suit the direction that they want. It's just like when the legendary drop rates were higher. And they screwed it up. And it's like, oh, everybody's having a great time. More people are playing. Higher drop rates. Ah, screw that. We're not going to let you keep doing that. That's not how things are supposed to run. Obviously, it screws things up on their back end, or they decide what you know how fast they want you to reach those goals. And so they're like, well, you know what? More people are playing this, so let's not do that. I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, I have no idea why you would do something that is counterproductive so I guess it's a bug that there's giving you 600 rep, but obviously their data had to have shown that more people are playing this content because they're trying to grind out that rep and it gives you a better incentive. And then to just be like, ah, you know what? F you guys, <laughs> that's not supposed to be there, even though it's fun and making things better for you guys. And, I don't and, know. I mean, you should fix it and patch, put it in there. You yeah, know? And, and just real quick um, before JD goes, just so I cover myself, I just posited the argument that if you make it easier for everyone to get, it's less special, yeah. right? So it's still a huge thing to get. You got to get one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I mean, that's... it's a big challenge to still do. It's true, but if you would have done it before, I mean, you would kind of feel slighted. That all right, you you casuals can and do it now too, huh? Filthy I mean, casuals, can right, get the gold. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I, so, I'm only at like thirty k or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. You casual I'm info. At, <laughs> I'm at forty one thousand, and the whole thing is that like the the people that I have come across who actually have the gold or any of the videos that tell you the best way to grind out that champion of Tarsus challenge, they're all about the exploits too. It, well, and then they it, all tell you it's not worth it. You know, all the time and yeah. effort put into it to get it. The reward is not worth the amount of time you have to put into it. Yeah, the the whole thing is, and and, and we said this, we said this months ago, that the that um like I think even just uh what was it like a few months after launch, we we said something to the effect of that by the time you complete the Champion of Tarsus challenge, um the rewards of crafting masterwork components are going to not matter at all. <laughs> Because you're going to have so many legendary components that they're obsolete. You're not going to use something with 61 power 
when yep. you could have something that's like 75 or 80 now, like there is no incentive to do that. The only valuable thing on there to anybody for any reason, at least in my opinion, got to say that to avoid making a blanket statement that's is true. the gold material is the gold material. And like, it, it's insane. It's 150,000. I've been playing somewhat regularly since launch and I am only at, I'm getting I'm like 41,000, maybe 42,000. And that's still like upwards of 150. That's a, that's a more. filthy casual. You know, right like, there. It is. <laughs> Actually, I'll, 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 I'll do the math on it right now. It's, I've got 30, I've got 30 K and 500 hours invested. So, and, and, and I know you why. must've been doing it wrong. Maybe. No, <laughs> I, I definitely do. I I do what's fun, man. Right. Seven hundred and twenty-six more strongholds for me to get it from where I'm at. So to to Lupo's point, I I am the same way. I have tons of hours in the game, but I I never focused on Champion of Tarsus while I was playing. It was always yeah. doing other things. I played a ton of free play for a long time. Free play does nothing for Champion of Tarsus. There's a lot of things that you can go do. You can restart new pilots, get all that rep for going through all the story stuff again. Um, Defeated Rescue in the chat has actually achieved it. So that's that's pretty awesome. So Defeated is not a filthy casual, all right? And Defeated says, <laughs> that, you know... it. You know, the gold, it doesn't work with everything. We asked if it was worth it. But... um. It, it's not something that just playing the game, eventually you'll unlock. I mean, that's true, but you really have to focus on Three it. Three years later. Yeah, you, you <laughs> actually have to focus on it. You have to run those it's strongholds over and over years. and over again. That, so it's, that's My new goal is getting that before 2.0. Yeah, that, right? same for me. <laughs> I feel bad for you right now. I, that goal. <laughs> Like I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm committed to it. I'm, I, I am, I am fully committed to it because, like, every Monday night we're gonna do the thing, play, play anthem for a few hours or whatever, like that. So, what are we gonna do beyond Ice Side? Is there something beyond Ice Side before 2.0? So this is, this is my, this is my stretch goal. This is my aspirational content. But I had to do that myself. Yeah. And yeah. and I and I think giving yourself a goal to do something in the game is probably one of the only pieces of content that you're gonna have. Um, and that's one of the reasons Mike and I did this. You know. We have the goal of completing this challenge because it's yeah. like if we don't put the goal, then we're not going to do it. So, you know what? And when you do it, Lupo, you're going to be, you know, one of the very few that actually yeah, has it. it done. And, you know, and then that um, next day, they're just going to give it away. They're like, hey, we're going for 2.0. Here's everyone gets the goal. Everyone gets it. Everyone gets the goal. This is the issue that I've had with like sandbox games is that like there's often not a defined path of like what the content's supposed to like dictate, you know, and, and that's frustrating in and of, its, in and of itself. Like, give me, tell me what, why I'm playing. Why, what's the incentive for me to, to, to go get this stuff um, and play the harder content? Because I, like, that is one thing that the, the events have done very, very well is geared us up pretty efficiently. Um, I, I went from, like, being close to Legendary to being, like, blowing right past it over this last, yeah. the last two events. So now, like, I can go into GM3 by myself and really not, feel too hampered i mean i'm not hitting scores or anything like that but at least i'm not dying every five seconds right you know yeah, so Devin is that and and it is nice that we got everyone geared up we i just wish we were gearing up for a purpose um so one of yes. the one yeah. of the other things that happened during the whoever is beating that keyboard like it's okay like <laughs> that keyboard is gonna be okay just take a little bit easier on the keyboard the wasd keys will be fine um so mule from chat says i feel like the issue is the game feels too much like a chore i game for fun and there is a balance that is needed between fun and feeling like a chore you casual mule horn um so ice tide week eight um, what i mean no, no. well simmer down <laughs> Simmer down. Let's not fire hey, those hey, shots on Hey, 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 PC wars hey right now. Devin, Devin, what are you doing, man? All right. I thought we were cool. So one of the things that happened during Ice Tide Week 8 that didn't get a lot of chatter, but I thought was really nice and interesting. So Caden says, as we're in the heart of Ice Tide and it's Glacial Winter, guys, we notice some of you haven't been building up quite so snugly, bundling up quite so snugly. Every now and then we see incredible creative javelin suits on Twitter and Instagram, some based off of iconic pop culture figures, while others are unique creations of their own. We love to share these when we can, so be sure to tag us directly and use Anthem Game on your post if you want to see them. It's about time that our community team actually started acting like a community team and like sharing stuff like this out. 
Like, I'm glad Caden is there. I'm glad that they're going to start actually interacting with the community because it's been way too long since they've done anything with with anyone that's still playing their game. So, I mean, this was a short little thing that's like, hey, we can read between the lines that they're actually going to start interacting with us. And that's awesome because it's been so long that they that they they've left us in the dark that it feels you feel abandoned by, you know, by the developers of the game that you really want to succeed. So, you know, I hope everyone shares off their javelins and, you know, we get some interaction from our new community members. So good on them. I just wanted to point that out. So mm-hmm. Fajan, where can you see what? Where can I go to see that? Twitter or Instagram? What are you looking for? Um, what you just talked about. Yeah, so that's on the that's on the weekly cortex. That's in Ice Tide Week Eight. That's on the EA forums. So if you go to like EA forums, just look up EA forums and you go to the anthem, and then it'll be under the news section. So cool. I think since now we are all the way over, like we're at forty eight minutes, so we're we've almost hit our time. And Lupo, I think you've been talking about anthem for like the last what two hours now. This is the second podcast you've done talking oh, about only anthem like two, today. only like two and a half years. It's fine. So, <laughs> but I mean today specifically. No, I, I, I'll do it all night, man. I'm, 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 I'm in it. I'm in it. To I'll win do it. it all night. I mean, this right. is like the first time I've actually. Wife ain't home. Kid, kids not here. You know, like let's let's talk about anthem. That's what that's what real bachelors do, right? It's true. So, <laughs> the, so normally, like when you finally have all this time to play, you're like, oh, I guess I let's get on the podcast. I I go sleep. Yeah. Instead of playing yeah. games, let's go talk about it on a podcast. All right. So really quick, lots of talk on the puzzles in strongholds. A lot of talk on do they fit in strongholds? Do they make sense in strongholds? Are they something that, you know what, most of the people blow <laughs> past anyway, so it's creating this friction between players that should not friction be that should not be in there. So we've talked a little bit about it before. This is really one of the big things that the community is talking about now. Do you just take them out? Do you fix it? Like, what do you do to make it to where these people can do puzzles, but there's, they stop getting, you know, interference from players that don't know what they're doing. Is it really just private lobbies? Like Phaedron says, like, you know, private lobbies would help, but if you're only a single player, you know, then what do you do? I think they have reverse uh, teleportation, right? So when you're doing those reverse puzzles, teleportation, it, it should te- instead of teleporting you up to the player who's skipping it, it should teleport that player back to you at the puzzle, not <laughs> yeah. let them progress. Don't you don't you think you <laughs> can like, grieve hey, look someone here, so son. bad though? We are doing this puzzle. No, I mean give them like one or two, one or two tries. I don't know. It, it is a difficult situation um, because they're. The chat, you know, in the game doesn't work very well and different things. And when you're playing with randoms, you just have to hope, right? I mean, it's just one more driver of they're like, hey, you should be playing in groups of people that you know, unfortunately, or deal with the problems, right? I mean, that's a hard game design decision to figure out. Like, how how do you put that in there and then expect people to play with randoms when at the same time they're designing it for you to play with people that you know and not with randoms? Because that's ultimately what they want. I mean, everything they've told us is basically, you know, don't play with randoms or deal deal with it, you know. Oh, they've told you stuff? So one of the things that they yeah. could do. They talk to me all the time. They don't talk <laughs> to you? During Cataclysm. <laughs> no, they definitely do not talk to me. We know why they don't talk to me. So during the Cataclysm, we had voiceover from Faye explaining Etiquette what Steve. to do, right? Etiquette. So <laughs> shut up, Devin. So during <laughs> Season of Skulls and during Ice Tide, there isn't any type of voiceover directing players on what to do. Um, I think this could go a long way to like educating players. Hey, go get the red orbs before you complete this. Or hey, you should go look at this. I mean, there's things that you can do in order to educate your players. To take away that friction, because strongholds should not be the place where you're fighting against other players. Like, it makes no sense. It breaks up combat. It breaks up the flow of the strongholds. Um, So you really either need to educate players on a wide spectrum, or you need private lobbies, or you take the puzzles out altogether. Because otherwise, you just cause a lot of heartache. I mean, there's got to be a solution. Where are you going to put them? All the above. Free play. I mean, yeah, but they don't give you crystals in free play. 
Well, they could. If you <clears throat> complete the puzzle. How hard would it be to? Yeah, how hard would it be to to put that well, in there? Five days they to work with done. frostbite engine. <laughs> <laughs> Doing anything in frostbite is hard. No, it, like, it feels more place in free play because you're out there exploring the jungle. Like that's some Indiana Jones stuff right there. Like you're just walking around, find be. some like you know weighted pressure plates and things like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, like you put something out, and all of a sudden you summon this like massive single thing from out of nowhere. Now you're fighting it, running for your lives. Oh, Start yeah. the plane. Like <laughs> we can Steve, only do think. Do you think that there could be a system that? That the game knows that you're going into a stronghold with people in a group in a party, so then it turns on gonna, the puzzles, and oh, then actually, maybe if you that's... drop in by yourself, they they don't turn on, like unless you're formed up in a in a uh, fire Full team. Group. They're not called yeah, they're not called fire teams, but or maybe give you the option right at the very beginning to opt in. Like, do you guys want to include puzzles in this playthrough? Because then people would know, hey, there's puzzles we should be doing. Because I think it's also people don't understand or don't know, right? I, I think I think the vast majority of the of the people like passing the puzzles are the people that aren't in tune with what's going on with the game in general. Like yeah. you know, because the game the game was five dollars on on Black Friday, you know. So people that 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 residual is still going on right now. People are, are checking out the games that just recently picked up and all that sort of stuff. So you have people jumping into the game for the first time and. Going into GM three, yes, that is actually a thing. A yeah. thing. Oh yeah. Yes. So yes. then, People so then, maybe undergeared going into GM three. Yes. <laughs> so then, maybe you you use the fort. Maybe you use the fort as a place to showcase those puzzles. So the should, seasonal store, you have the the puzzle tree that's right there. If you were to put something, you know, some of the puzzles that are in the strongholds to maybe a smaller degree so that people are at least familiar with them to kind of know what to do, you know, interact with the red echo and say, Oh, I can interact with these or I'm supposed to interact with these. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of training beforehand, that could That's be a thing. Possible. Cause, cause then that takes people back to the fort. Cause how many times do you drop into the fort and immediately hit Y to start an expedition and don't even walk around? Never. Or maybe um, they can have puzzles in there all the time. <laughs> Go ahead, Lupo. Sorry, I keep it. Um, who like, has anyone played Monster Hunter? Uh, Monster Hunter World. Yo, what is up? So, like Monster Hunter World, you can actually look at, look for other people who are doing things that need help with with like yeah. harder activities. So, I who says they can't put a thing like a system like that in the game as well? Like go into the into the launch bay and say like, hey, look, like. We, I have two guys that want to go do knock out the puzzles, and you can go in with the two other guys and knock out the puzzles. You know, like that—that'd be, actually yeah. be a I very mean, intelligent. They thing. have that for your friends that are We're playing. Right. Like it yeah. shows you when your friends started an event, and you can join them. But a uh, counterpoint, like I don't have any friends. Like, what about what if my friends aren't online? I want to. I want to help all yeah. the people. Yeah, what about the LFG stuff? I want to help all the people. Hey. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like, Xbox already has, like, a look, well, looking for group function that you can state specifically what you're doing. Like, well, the only the thing part, is, is that it's, it's got to be in the game, though. Like, it, it, like Yeah, party, agreed. You know? Agreed. How long does like, it It does provide... It does provide uh, Don't get it, me started on that. It does provide. You, like, you've never done it. You've never done a guy. If you, that's the way you're talking about Bungie doing it, you've never done a guy to game. Oh, I've done it. This is a horrible experience. <laughs> An hour wait to to leave. Yeah. <laughs> never again. <laughs> how can how oh, can you fun. expect someone to guide you and they've never done the activity before? It's true. It's I tricky. went into a guided raid in Destiny Two once and ended up telling other people how to do it. They. So, like after like 20 30 minutes of not figuring it out, I left. I was like, all right, I'm done. After an I'm hour done. of waiting to get in. I'm out of here. Low Ooh, standards yeah. gets you lots of entry but uh, not quality, right? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mule says, but those puzzles don't matter. No end game and no purpose except to look cool. Um then I put in there, well, if you do do the puzzles, you do get a lot. Uh you get way more crystals if you complete all the puzzles. Yeah. And there some of them are tied to the challenges to where you can get your legendary your tokens or whatever so you can go get legendaries. Um, and, and this is something that I was talking about before, cause Mule says, but for what purpose, just to max level, but max level has no purpose. And, and I said the same thing. We're gearing up, um, for nothing because there's no other content, but I think because like it's for the content that we do have, because the strongholds are the seasonal content that we have, 
we just get a lot more friction while we're playing them because it's like, okay, this is the thing I'm doing now. Why do I have to fight against other players for this seasonal content that's active now? Because I agree with Mule that like gearing up doesn't matter. That's why like Mike and I, like we talked about last time, we're not even spending the crystals because it doesn't really matter. You don't need like the most optimal build to go through GM3. Like you, like Lupo, you said, you can survive GM3 with what you have right now. I mean, if people do want to optimize, there's paths to do that and they can, you know, try to grind for that best gear. But it really doesn't matter right now. But I think for the people that are playing, it just sucks when you're like trying to complete one of these stupid puzzles and that stupid tether message pops up, you, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, what the heck, guys? Like, just like slow down. You get more gear. You get more crystals. If you just slow down a bit. And this is something we've been fighting with before, you know, in the beginning. Kill all the stupid yeah. scorpion because they'll, they'll drop uh, Kill, legendaries. That's, that's where you get the legendaries from, right? Right. You know, yeah. and it's, I don't know, there, maybe there needs to be a better communication tool on the communication wheel. Well, hey, follow me. There's a puzzle that we need I mean, to do before you go me. on. Right. <laughs> well, 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 well the, 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 you know what the I mean? One thing like, that they should do, and because they the, should the, do it. They for all these seasonal <laughs> events, like give us story missions that teach players how to do this stuff, right? Yeah, yep. Because then there's an icon in the fort. You get story in the fort. You have a mission that says, "Hey, there's these red echoes. They're cursed. Go pick them up before you put them in the thing." All right, now players know. Pick up the five red echoes. It's like the five coins in Mario Brothers. Do you think? Holy crap! Like that's no, the inspiration. Just crack the code. That's the tutorial for that. That's the inspiration <laughs> for the five red echoes. It's Mario Brothers. So you know, and you give that you give the player like knowledge you teach of them. what you're Don't supposed do to do. Drugs, right? Okay. Yeah, you teach them. You teach them how. This is the point. This is how it's done. Like we need to see that somewhere else in an environment that isn't timed, doesn't have pressure under it. You know, just just hey, look, look at this echo. You can interact with it. Maybe even if it's just in free play, if you find five echoes that activate something in free play, you know, let that do something too. The 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 stronghold run shouldn't be the first place where we see that, and that's right. that's my two cents. Yeah. Yeah. They, one I thing agree. they could do, or I would like to see them do, is to have all the events go still keep going in the other strongholds, like. Uh, so you can go into them outside of the the featured event, right? So they could have where, okay, our featured event is this stronghold, and you get more crystals from doing this stronghold, but you can still play the other strongholds and go through and get crystals, puzzles, everything's are all still there, um, you know, but you're just going to get a little bit less for your, maybe they have a, a lower multiplier cap, you know, for those kind of things. So you can still run those things, and you can still, you know, they get training on puzzles and everything else, but you can have more variety and everything else because it's just like, oh, okay, we're just have to keep grinding this same stronghold to get crystals or anything else. Or, hey, we wanted to be defeat this boss. We didn't get a chance to defeat it last week. I don't know. I mean, that, that way there's just more things for you to do in the game instead of just repeating the same event over and over and over again. I think I think beyond the um the event, uh they should just have maybe a playlist where you can go into like like a lot of competitive games have like ranked and unranked, you know, like maybe you can do that with the strongholds, you know, you have like scored and unscored, you know, so people have that opportunity to go in there and do that after the fact, you know, if they're doing just want to have something to aspire to, you know, I can get a higher score than I did the, the week before or something like that. Like, I, I, I know it's like little things at this point, but like any any content beyond what the base game offers is something more than what we had at launch. Right. And and, and like, that's I, I just want moving forward, like just more stuff to do. Like I would play Anthem every single day if I had something new to do every single day or at least something to work for every single day. Yeah. And and I don't think Champion of Tarsus is enough. If there's more things no, to work for, that would be not. awesome. So a lot of people in the chat have been talking about, you know, like like Devin, you said, you know, maybe you, have, you split up these pools. But then again, you split up the matchmaking pool. It takes longer to find a match, you know, and they then they run into that problem. So right now, like. But Anthem, then the solution it, was right after that, right? You just put in crossplay like you should. It's already there. Put it in. That, that's you know, true. Everybody's one unified pool. Lots more players. I I think right now, like Anthem is damned if you do, damned if you don't. 
Um, yep. So that's why they're like, well, just don't say anything and don't. Do, we just won't do anything or tell anybody what's going on. If we on. don't we'll talk just, about it, they'll forget. Right. <laughs> we're, we're like the we're Tyrannosaurus Rex. They can't see you if you don't move, right? And and, and I agree. Like, if games on the next-gen system, like games that release without cross-play or at least cross-save, if, you know, like, we should all just boycott and be like, we're not going to buy your games if you're not going to have cross-save or cross-play. There's and that's zero it. reason like, for developers to not have cross-play. Like, gamers rise up for once. Let's stop buying Warcraft 3 Reforged and let's, you know... Like, do something good with the world. All right. That's a whole new ball of wax, Steven. So, everyone, like, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for the chat over in Mixer and on YouTube. We really appreciate the community that's come out. Uh, Lupo, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Can you tell everyone where they can find you one more time so that they can find you? Please subscribe to Upo, Lupo on all the things. Go follow, Go follow him on Twitter. Like, like do that right now, right? All the places. Lupo, the number two, the rescue. Lupo all to the, the rescue. Instagram? TikTok? Instagram? No, no TikTok. I, I, can't, I can't do that stuff. Yeah, Bite's the new hotness. I'm, I'm, so. an, I'm an elder is, millennial. That is a dark place. All right. So everyone, about, even I'm there, right? You do not go there. <laughs> You're on TikTok. No, not that. I don't know. All right. Everyone, thank you for hanging out. Um, and until next time, there's a shaper storm on the horizon. And we'll see you on the other side. Peace. Later. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Freelancer Codex, on Facebook at Freelancer Codex, or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at FreelancerCodex.com. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at Patreon.com slash FreelancerCodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at MLamson25, at Neverfear, and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work.